Dedicated missionary service returns a dividend of eternal joy, which extends throughout mortality and into eternity. I want it absolutely clear that I declared to the world in the most straightforward language I could summon that the Book of Mormon is true. True disciples of Jesus Christ are willing to stand out, speak up, and be different. If you're not a full-time missionary with a missionary badge pinned on your coat, now is the time to paint one on your heart. God has something unimaginable in mind for you personally and the church collectively. A marvelous work and a wonder. In this church, what we know will always trump what we do not know. Missionary work is an identifying feature of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Always has it been, ever shall it be. Let us be awake and not be wary of well-doing, for we are laying the foundation of a great work, even preparing for the return of the Savior. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mission Prep Podcast. Today, I wanted to give you guys another episode elaborating just a little bit more on what I talked about in the last one. Actually, in a lot of ways, this episode is kind of going to be a second part. So if you haven't listened to the first part of this, then go to listen to that one before you listen to this one. And if you can remember in the last episode, I talked about how we sometimes do certain things to escape certain emotions. For a lot of us, this might mean pulling our phone out and scrolling social media when we are bored. Or for others, this could mean looking at pornography when you feel stressed or lonely. And there are many, many more behaviors that we could feel inclined to do. And they all serve the same purpose of providing some sort of temporary escape. And if you can imagine, this could really get in the way of you having a great experience on your mission. So in this episode, I want to explain to you guys a little bit more about how developing the skill of facing uncomfortable emotions, rather than escaping them, will help you be a better missionary and just have a greater experience on your mission overall. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. Okay, so if you can remember, again, the last episode was all about how a lot of us just go throughout life seeking ease and convenience and comfort by escaping our own emotions. And we can do this in any number of ways. And I have already shared a lot of examples of how you can do that. In this episode, I want to talk about what happens next. Once you have become the master at not escaping your emotions... Once you have become the master at feeling discomfort, what can you then do with this newfound skill and how is that going to help you be a more effective missionary? Well guys, if you really think about it, the only thing that is really getting in the way of you getting what you truly desire deep down is an uncomfortable emotion. Literally everything that you want is on the other side of this wall that is simply an uncomfortable feeling. And if this is the case, you can really accomplish anything that you want once you get really good at facing those feelings rather than escaping them. Let me show you what I mean by this. There's this guy named David Goggins who you may or may not have heard of. His story has actually become really popular recently because this guy is such a bad A. Pardon my French, but I really cannot think of another term that describes how dope this guy is. 
you can look them up on YouTube or something and you will just be bombarded with a bunch of motivational videos referencing his story because he's that awesome. So I saw this video of him kind of telling his story and what led to him basically changing in the course of his life. He talks about how he used to be super overweight and his whole purpose in life was just to seek after comfort. He wouldn't do anything that was beyond his comfort level because he thought that that was what happiness really was. Just being able to do what feels good and what's convenient and comfortable. And I honestly think that we all fall into that trap from time to time. Anyway, he lived his life escaping his emotions and he started gaining tons and tons of weight till he was like 300 pounds. And not the good kind of weight, mind you. He tells us that one day while he was sitting on the couch eating donuts, he was watching this Discovery Channel show showing how Navy SEALs trained. And for some reason, something sparked within him. So he called up a Navy SEAL recruiter and told him that he wanted to become a Navy SEAL. The recruiter then tells him that there is a weight and height limit to get into the Army. So for David Goggins to get into the class that he wanted, he would have to lose 106 pounds in three months, which of course is just freaking insanity. Long story short though, he changes the narrative in his head and he does it. His whole life up to this point, he believed all the self-defeating thoughts going around in his head all day, telling him that he wasn't capable of doing anything great. But on this occasion, when he was sitting on his couch, stuffing his face with donuts while watching Navy SEALs train, he asked, what if I could? What if I could become a Navy SEAL? What if I could do what these guys are doing? What if I could do something great with my life? Asking himself these questions challenged this narrative telling him that he was nothing. And perhaps this was the first time that he had ever done so. Simply doing just that though, and imagining himself as a Navy SEAL, led to him to truly believe for the first time in his life that he could do amazing things. And long story short, this simple change in beliefs about himself led to him losing those 106 pounds, becoming a Navy SEAL, and completely changing his life around. And as a cherry on top of all of this, he is inspiring millions around the world with his story. Once David Goggins realized that the only thing, really the only thing that was in the way of him living this great life that he wanted was facing some discomfort, he became unstoppable. Everything that he has accomplished was simply the result of getting really good at feeling pain and discomfort and pushing through it. He was done trying to avoid discomfort and he established a pattern of not only avoiding it, but actually seeking it out. He would do things to be uncomfortable on purpose. He would go and do hard things simply to practice getting really good at not running away from all the emotions that he didn't want to feel. Because in reality, that was the only thing that was in his way. So once you get really good at feeling your emotions and not giving into them, you guys really can become the kind of person that can accomplish anything you want because you're not afraid to feel uncomfortable emotions anymore. All the most successful people in the world are really good at doing this. So let me give you another example. Tony Robbins. For those of you who don't know who Tony Robbins is, he is basically a life coach and motivational speaker who is very, very successful and influential because he has become the master at feeling uncomfortable. His whole thing is to be uncomfortable on purpose and he uses that as a way to continue to help him do amazing things, things that are really hard. 
So to do this, one thing that he does every single morning is take an ice bath. He wakes up and the first thing that he does is take a freaking ice bath. The reason he does this is to train his mind to be less concerned with his own comfort and more concerned with following through with himself. So when it's time to take that ice bath, he tells himself it's go time and he does it. And the more he does this, the easier it is for him to take action and stick to his commitments and do amazing things with his life because he's really good at feeling this discomfort. And because he's so good at this, there is nothing stopping him from being a really great motivational speaker. Just look up some of his stuff and you'll see what I'm talking about. So try and think of something that you personally really want to do or accomplish and think about the only thing that is really stopping you. It's a fear of feeling something uncomfortable, isn't it? Maybe you are really wanting to date somebody, but you are too afraid to put yourself out there because you're afraid of feeling rejection. Maybe you could find a way to practice getting good at feeling rejection. Just go ask out like a hundred people and then it won't bother you anymore when someone says no. Maybe you really want to take that hard class that will give you college credit, but you're afraid of feeling stressed, so you don't do it. Guys, think about when you are out on your mission and all the things that you're going to have to do that are going to be really, really hard. Maybe you have a fear of talking to strangers and sharing the gospel because you don't want to feel embarrassed or even worse, you're afraid of feeling this rejection. Maybe you aren't very good at studying the scriptures because you're not good at being bored. Maybe what you usually do when you are bored is just scroll social media as a way to escape that emotion. Scripture study can actually be really boring sometimes. I know what you guys are thinking, that's blasphemy, but it's actually true, right? Maybe you aren't good at waking up early in the morning because you haven't gotten really good at being tired. Do you see how the only thing that is preventing you from doing all these things is a fear of feeling something that you don't want to feel? How might that change if you practiced and got really good at facing the discomfort of some of these emotions? So for me, doing this podcast is something that I really want to do because I genuinely want to help you guys. And honestly, a lot of the time, the one thing that keeps me from working on it is this fear of experiencing things like embarrassment or rejection. Sometimes I think, oh, I don't have anything important to say. I am not really good at this kind of thing. No one is really going to want to listen to this. It's really not going to help anyone. I'm just going to sound stupid. All of these thoughts are based on the fear of feeling a negative emotion. And isn't it crazy that we allow a simple sensation in our body, one that is completely harmless, mind you, to prevent us from doing great things? That's all these emotions are. They are just in sensation. And we were all taught growing up that negative emotions are bad. And that if we are feeling them, then something has gone wrong. And so we need to do something to get rid of them. Once a negative emotion comes up, we just yell at it to go away. And we try to resist it and push it down because we have always been taught that when we have these types of emotions, we just need to resist them. And that's what's going to make them go away. In reality, though, trying to resist our emotions only makes them worse. You're supposed to feel these less desirable emotions because they're just a part of life. That's just part of being human. You're not always going to feel great and that's completely normal. And guess what? Getting really good at just being okay experiencing them without feeling the need to get rid of them or escape them by doing something pleasurable is going to really help you out in life. Remember guys, 
Those things that you do to escape these emotions are only a temporary band-aid. They are just a temporary reliever and once it's over, you usually end up feeling even worse than you did before. And whatever problem you are facing that triggered this negative emotion is going to be waiting right there just to be picked back up right where you left it. So escaping is not going to solve anything and whatever relief you do get from it is fleeting. It's just temporary. So rather than escaping them or resisting them, you can just allow them to be there. That's how you master them and stop letting them get in the way of your life. Let me show you how you can do this. And remember, as I show you guys this, just like with anything else, getting good at it will take a lot of practice. So have you guys ever swum in like really cold water before? Like if you're about to take a dip in some cold water, what would you say is the best way to get in? Do you just tiptoe in a little bit at a time? Or do you do a full on cannonball while screaming like George of the Jungle? I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, imagine someone trying to tiptoe their way into some cold water. They're probably trying to resist the cold and push it out of their mind that the water feels cold, right? The funny thing is, is that this makes it so much worse. But if you just jump right into it, you have no choice but to embrace the cold. You can't just try to ignore the fact that it's cold because you're completely submersed in it. So you stop trying to resist it and you can't escape it. So you have to allow it to be cold. And guess what? Just allowing it is actually what makes it feel so much easier to be in cold water. If you don't believe me, then go try this. The next time you take a shower, turn it on really cold and just jump into it. And instead of trying to resist the cold feeling, focus on the cold water running down from your head all the way to your toes. Don't go trying to block the feeling of the cold out and just willpower through it. Just allow it and focus on what the cold feeling feels like. This is actually a really good mindfulness technique that you can use on your negative feelings. So where does it feel cold? Get out of your head and just focus on the part of your body that feels cold. How would you describe it? Put some labels to it. Does it feel like ice on your skin? Sharp needles? What color would you give this feeling? Is it blue? White? Maybe it's black. What feeling do you have in your stomach or chest? Does it feel tight? Heavy? Imagine yourself just traveling to every part of your body and doing this and focusing on what it feels like. What you'll find is that embracing it rather than trying to resist it is going to help you stay in that cold water much, much longer. And it makes it way more bearable. And if the idea of plunging in some cold water just freaks you out, then try the same thing but withholding your breath. Hold your breath and just focus on what the sensation feels like rather than trying to resist it. Take your mind to the parts of your body where you feel the strongest sensations and give names to them or colors. Imagine trying to explain it to someone who doesn't have any clue what it feels like to hold their breath. When you do this, you'll be able to hold your breath for much longer because it'll be much more bearable. So doing this same technique but with your emotions works the same way. When you feel a negative emotion, instead of trying to resist it and tell it to go away, just tell yourself that you're okay feeling this and that nothing has gone wrong. Then focus on what the sensation of the emotion feels like. What you'll find is that these negative emotions that you normally try to run away from really aren't all that scary and they won't bother you as much anymore. I know all this is much easier said than done and that getting really good at something like this takes a lot of practice, but you will be rewarded for it, believe me. 
So you have three different options when faced with an uncomfortable emotion. And we've talked about all of them. You can either react to it, meaning that you give into it and go do that thing that brings you temporary relief. You can resist it by trying to pretend it's not there or yelling at it to go away. Or you can allow it and just process it. What you'll find is that simply allowing it to be there and being okay with that is what's going to help it go away the fastest. When you react to it, you find temporary relief, but you feel worse after. When you try to resist it, it only becomes more intense. But when you just allow it and accept that this is a part of being human, it will be much easier to manage and you won't be afraid of feeling negative feelings anymore, nor will you allow them to keep you from doing great things. So just try and imagine how mastering this skill will help you as a missionary. When you can just accept the fact that facing discomfort is going to be a regular routine for you on your mission, and you can allow those motions to be there rather than trying to resist them or escape them, there will be nothing stopping you from being the missionary that you want to be. You'll be more willing to go and talk to people and share the gospel with them because you won't be afraid of feeling embarrassed or rejected. You won't dread leaving home because you know that you can handle feeling some sadness or homesickness. Not only can you handle it, but you'll be okay with it and you won't let those uncomfortable feelings get in the way of you doing your missionary work. Just remember that these feelings, they're really harmless. They're just sensations in your body and it's one of the great things that we get to experience here in mortality. So you don't need to try and make them go away. You can live with them, I promise. You can become the master at feeling uncomfortable. Okay, everyone, to end this episode off, I just want to let you all know that your mission will be the best time of your life. You'll be learning and experiencing so many great things and you will discover what real happiness is. Believe me when I say that because it's 100% true. You will learn what real happiness is. Missions are just so great at teaching you life-changing things like that. And all those people that you will find and teach will be forever grateful that you made the decision to serve a mission. You really do have what they sincerely want. And you'll be the one who helps them discover that. Guys, that is an indescribable experience. Anyway, thank you for listening to this one. Let me know if you have any questions on anything that I talked about today. And remember that you guys are awesome and that you've got this. I'll catch you next time. Peace.